Welcome to the second anniversary of the Free Range Preacher on Prayer podcast. October is our anniversary month and is our 2020 quarter of Thanksgiving. Fred and I are excited about how the Lord's grace and mercies allow us to have the podcast. Two years we are celebrating in our purpose to move God's people to a growing, biblical, dynamic, and soul-satisfying prayer life to His glory and the added bonus of experiencing a taste of eternal life right now. In our celebration, if you write to the podcast, we are offering one of the popsicle crosses designed and made by Paul Nichols to remind us all to have the faith of a child. Thank you for listening. And now, here's your host of the Free Range Preacher on Prayer podcast, Fred. Welcome to the Free Range Preacher on Prayer podcast. My name is Fred, and I am the podcast host. It truly does always bring a smile to my simple mind when I say that I am the host of the podcast. I love being able to do that. I love being able to teach the Word of God in this manner and teach about prayer, as I have mentioned many times to you guys. And I'm blessed and overwhelmed by that grace of God that gives me this platform. And all that being the case means I never tired of saying so, of telling you that it's a glory to God and a privilege to be able to come with you guys a few times a year and learn about prayer. Today, and for the next three episodes actually, I want to share my prayer for everyone during this coming year. This prayer developed in this fashion. When I study the Word of God, when I read the Word of God, I study it, I read it on three different levels. I just read through the Bible over and over again. I've cut it into four different sections, and I just read those sections over and over again. And then when I get done with all of one section, I circle around and start it again. And I do these four sections simultaneously, and there are depths to reading. I read the scripture over and over again. Those are the four uh, categories that I've talked about or that I mentioned here. I haven't talked about them at all. But so I read and then I study the Word of God for myself. I study books, passages, the practical impact of God's Word in our lives, my life especially, doctrines, so that I can be clear or try to be as clear as I can be on what I believe for myself. And then I study to teach. And implied in all those categories, are different depths of study, of reading. Now, when I am just reading through the Bible, that's what I'm doing. I'm just reading without any particular bent or anything to be looking for. I'm just reading Scripture over and over again. We get to know God through Scripture. We get to know, we get to know what's expected of us through Scripture. We get encouraged through Scripture. And we've seen all three of those things here on the podcast over the last two years. But when I'm reading, I am just reading. Now, what happens, I was going to say from time to time, but it's on a pretty consistent basis, as I'm just reading, if I'm not studying for myself or studying to teach, just reading, very often a passage or a verse will jump out at me. When that does, I normally stop. I'll read the verse again or the passage again. I'll contemplate or pray over it for whatever time in the moment seems appropriate. And then I move on with my, re- my reading. 
One of the sections that I have kind of carved out are the Gospels. I am always in one of the Gospels. When I, I start with Matthew, obviously, when I get done with John, I go back and met to teach Matthew. There's no break. I just read them over and over again. And I really enjoy that, obviously. And I learn and learn new things as well. And typically, the new things are the things that jump out at me. A few days ago, I started in Luke. And I was reading. And as I was reading through, verse 13 of chapter 1 did that. It, it came alive for me. Now, I don't think, in general, that I am doing any harm to the reputation or stating unfairly men like uh, Charles Spurgeon, I think even Jonathan Edwards, and contemporary pre preachers I've heard John Piper say things like this and R.C. Sproul th say things like this. So I don't think I'm speaking out of school or speaking heretically at all when I think at times, in fact, well, I know at times, it's the Holy Spirit that is bringing to my attention a verse or passage that has some meaning, lots of different meanings, but it has some meaning to me. So as I was reading through Luke 1, I came to verse 13, but the angel said to him, do not be afraid, Zacharias, for your petition has been heard and your wife Elizabeth will bear you a son and you will give him the name John. So I did as is my custom, and I stopped and I pondered for a little bit that verse. And then I thought to myself, that would make a lovely prayer of encouragement for us to know that God has heard our prayers. And at this point in the podcast, it would be a word of encouragement because we have seen over and over again for two years that God does indeed, without a doubt, hear our prayers. So I thought that would be a nice message to finish the year. And we've seen it from his desire to commune with his creation in Genesis, through the examples all the way through the Old Testament, David especially, and the Psalms. It tells us that he longs to hear from us and we long to talk to him. Uh, one of the Proverbs we've read, we have read earlier said, our prayers are his delight, which is wonderful to know. Jesus obviously teaches us to pray. And then we see the communion of the saints, even in the book of Revelation. So we know he hears our prayer, but we do need, I think, reminded from time to time that in reality, he is hearing our prayers. So I decided I would make that into a little devotion. And then I began to read again. And as I was reading, and we're not going to talk about these verses today, we'll talk about them in the episodes to come. But as I was reading, another passage jumped out at me. I thought about it for a few minutes and went back to reading, and another passage, and then another verse came to my attention. At that point, I thought, maybe the Holy Spirit is trying to teach something, make something obvious to me, which he sort of, he sort of has to knock me over the head sometimes to do that. So I went back and I copied and pasted from my Kindle version of the New American Standard Bible 1977 version, which you guys know that I use, I took and I copied and pasted those verses as they came up. And there actually were a few of them. And when I got done reading, I looked at the verses. And again, I thought these put together would make a lovely prayer and an encouragement. They, in that moment, encouraged my soul. And I love to share that sort of thing with you all, 
with everybody who will listen to me, actually. Nevertheless, I just put them together. And from time to time, I do that, put a string of verses together. And then just for the rest of kind of the rest of this story, a few days passed by and I was reading through 2 Corinthians. Now, you may have guessed then, one of the sections I carve out are the Gospels. Another section I carve out are the Pauline epistles, the the letters that Paul wrote. And I read those as a unit from beginning to end, and then I start again. This day, a few days later, I happened to be in 2 Corinthians 4. Now, I was in Arizona visiting my daughter and her great family, her husband and kids, and just having a great time. So I had set a power, I had set I had set aside for the moment the passages in Luke. And I thought I'll get those and I'll I'll form those into a prayer and we'll make the episode. And as I was reading through 2 Corinthians, verse 1 jumped out at me in this process as well. And verse 1 of chapter 4 says, Therefore, since we have this ministry, as we received mercy, we do not lose heart. And that was mostly for myself, but it sort of slowed me down as I read through 2 Corinthians 4. And then I came to one of my favorite passages in all of Scripture. It has been for a long time because of its true and deep meaning as we go through this life and as we suffer. And then, so I read this, it's 7 through 10. But we have this treasure in earthen vessels, that the passing greatness of the power may be of God and not from ourselves. We are afflicted in every way, but not crushed, perplexed, but not despairing, persecuted, but not forsaken, struck down, but not destroyed, always carrying about in the body the dying of Jesus, that the life of Jesus also may be manifested in our body. We have talked about trials in the past. And I've shared with you some of my trials, which is why this verse is, this passage is so meaningful. And as I was reading late at night, I was really moved with the thought that as we are in this corporate trial that we've talked about, the pandemic, civil unrest in my culture certainly is added to that. As we are in this corporate culture, because it is worldwide and every Christian everywhere is affected one way or another by it, it occurred to me that in some degree or another, we are all feeling this way. Afflicted, perplexed, persecuted, struck down. We've all felt, to again, to a degree, one or more of those things or all of those things. So at that point, the idea of combining 2 Corinthians what in chapter 4, what I was just learning with Luke, made this into a year-long prayer for me, for my soul. I decided to do this, to do this part for me, of comfort and encouragement as we're coming up to 2021. The more I thought about that, and the more I prayed about that, I thought, what other fitting prayer could there be for this coming year? That we would be encouraged, that we would be motivated to keep praying again, to keep pressing on to what God has called us to do. And it fits the purpose of the free range preacher on prayer, doesn't it? So, believing that the balance of probabilities are all Christians everywhere, everyone who listens to this, and in the future, whatever 
person listens to this, whatever Christian listens to this and hears it, they will be struggling with those same sorts of feeling. This seemed to fit into a three-part prayer. And so what we're going to do before the first, and I hear you say that's awfully ambitious for you, Fred, and it is, but I have good confidence that we'll be able to get it done, is I want to go through the three sections of this prayer that I am going to pray for myself, for everyone who listens, and for all my friends and loved ones as well the rest of this year. It is a good corporate prayer, fitting, as I said, for this corporate trial. And for today, the first section of this prayer is that we would be encouraged by Luke 1.13. But the angel said to him, Do not be afraid, Zacharias, for your petition has been heard. Now, I don't, I'm not able to say what the angel said and tell you exactly what's going to happen. For Zacharias, he was going to have a baby. Elizabeth was going to have a baby and they were going to name him John. But what I can tell you is your prayers are being heard. They will be answered. They are being heard. And so for today, our encouragement, while we are waiting for specific answers under the burden of affliction and despair, not understanding what's going on around us, we know God is hearing our prayers. And we can be of that great cloud of witnesses that has gone before us, like David who said, In the morning, O Lord, thou wilt hear my prayer, hear my voice. In the morning I will order my prayer to thee and eagerly watch. So our first encouragement today as we wrap up 2020 is pray and eagerly watch. As a cliffhanger for what's coming, I wanted to throw this in. We are waiting for God's answer, and we do have the sufferings we mentioned a little early er, in the podcast. But what we are going to see from 2 Corinthians 2.16, 4.16, 2 Corinthians 4.16, Therefore we do not lose heart, but though our outer man is decaying, yet our inner man is being renewed day by day. So that's a little cliffhanger. Your prayer is being heard. I don't know when it's going to be answered. I don't know how, at this point, it is going to be answered. But he is listening. And Isaiah says, before we even speak, he's also heard. And as Daniel, he had to wait a couple weeks for the answer to his prayer. But as soon as he prayed it, God sent the angel with the answer. So he is in the process of answering your prayers and my prayers. And in the end, we will be be able to cling on to the fact that we do not lose heart, even though our circumstances may be less than we would like, and our outer man is decaying, yet our inner man is being renewed day by day. So for today and this episode, take away the great encouragement that we are heard by the Holy God of the universe. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for this beautiful day. We do thank you that we live in the midst, as a Chinese proverb, I think, says, we live in interesting times. And so we thank you for that. We know you're doing a great work. Open our eyes to see that great work. We bow before you and thank you that our prayers, whatever they may be, wherever we are right now, our prayers are being heard. 
And so we pray them. We petition for one another. We petition for our world. We petition for the lost. And we eagerly watch for your answer. Heavenly Father, lift our souls to thee to bless thee and to praise thee and to seek thee every single day in prayer and wait on our holy God who loved us, made a way for our salvation, and then brought us close. We thank you, Lord Jesus, that you did bring us close to yourself and that we are in your hands and you are in God's hands. And so we just bless you for that total protection. We bow before you again in humility, just praying that you would keep us coming to you for communion, for encouragement, for exhortation, for leading, and help us to be joyful as Zacharias was, that the answers are coming. We present to thee our thanks for your mercies and your grace. And again, we order our prayer and watch. Thank you, Jesus, for being our Savior. Thank you that we can pray, Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven, and to know that it's being done. Thank you that we have the comfort that you are working all things together for our good and your glory. Inform us the image of Jesus. Again, we present these things to you, holy God, and just pray that you'll keep us steadfast in our faith. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost, Jesus Christ, our Savior, and the power of the Holy Spirit through the Word of God, we commit these things to you. Amen. Thank you again for listening. Until next time, may the Lord bless you and keep you and make his face to shine upon you and give you peace, especially the peace that comes as we are confident together that he is hearing our prayers. Thank you once again for listening in all 28 countries around the world. Remember, to get your own Popsicle Cross, email us at freerangeprayer at gmail.com. For any and all voiceover needs, contact me at durringtonr at gmail.com or richarddurrington.com. We are so thankful for you. Be blessed for the rest of your day.